welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me as always, hiding out from the podcast accountants, is Trevor Scott. Yes, I'm in my bunker right now. Yeah, good. I think, th- I think though, that they might let us release episode 300 fairly soon. Fairly soon, yeah. I think maybe we've only got a few, like, sort of uh, semi-episodes here. It helps that we kidnapped one of them. Yeah, well, he's been giving us uh, a lot of inside info into their methods. I say kidnapped, but he's not a kid. It's an accountant napped. Yeah. I, I, yeah, and he's taking a nap he, right now, yes. as, you know. Uh, He's well fed. It's not like we're. It's not like we're keeping him against uh, his will. He wants to be. I mean, he says that we we do have him handcuffed to a chair, but that's for his own safety, you know. Mm. It's to keep him away from all the poisonous snakes. Yeah, you know, we here at Bitstorm are known for our snake pit. Our uh, our snake pit. We we keep them all as pets. We let them roam free. Uh, They know us, so. You know, they they leave us alone, but uh, visitors, we do need to handcuff them to chairs. Uh, (laughs) What are we doing tonight, Trev? Um, Now that the bot's online, we can do anything that we want. The bot. The bot. The bot. Love the bot. Yeah, because I'd forgotten that we were doing the podcast, so I was just tending to... um, Tending to Jerry, the podcast accountant, and I uh, forgot that. And you'd forgot to, p- to power up to uh, power up the um the snake powered wor- um, wordy bot. the yeah. the bot. Yeah, you forgot to whip those snakes into action. To- I mean, you got to watch out for those snakes. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> Click pictures a game. Yeah, in which we each have a random word generator powered by snakes, and we put our magic word into it and we get magic words back and then we take those magic words and we throw them at each other and out pops and they magically become a a game design of sorts so let's do it three to one click okay three two one click downright viewpoint Ooh, so that's four words. <laughs> down, right, kind of. view, Some compound point. words. <laughs> so, downright makes me think of, like, a controller. You know, like like you, a fighting okay. game sort of, sort of thing. Yeah, okay. Okay. And then viewpoint we could take in a few different ways. Obviously, that could be, like, the actual camera style like mm. where the camera sits in the game uh it could be that you're fighting on the, the edge of a mountain and you just Ooh. have a great vista behind you Ooh, a first person fighter okay first person Brawler. street fighter-esque like one-on-one uh either either one-on-one i don't really want it vr i think it's better off in- no no keep this more yeah controller based or something yeah and the idea is that as you're fighting against these people whether it's a a one-on-one fighter or just more of a a slower paced brawler kind Mm. of like a a um dead island but more based around you know blocking and that sort of fisticuffs fisticuffs because i like the idea of actually having to uh you sort of you look at what's coming at you so, you know, you look down at the arm and you you hold up the block and then you can... Okay. 
you look where you want to punch and then if something else is coming in it's a little bit slower that you can move around Mm. well if we could if we could make it seem like yeah you're really like and again i've i've just been catching up and watching all of cobra kai you know karate blocks and things so that it's really seeming like you're just you know almost preemptively knowing where the blocks are coming from and stuff that could be cool maybe just a timing based thing even i wonder and i mean you could have some simple like maybe like high and low but you have to really it's almost rhythm based or, or not quite rhythm based but like you know when you get a like perfectly accurate block versus a slightly off block versus you completely missed the block just based on the time. You blocked early and whiffed the whole thing and you got punched in the face. Yeah. 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 But that we like have the animations kind of ready to blend between those different yep. things and, and that it might, yeah, if you, if you whiff a block, then maybe it sends you in a sort of a different direction because just, it means you're going to stumble that way or they're going to, yeah, depending on which direction the attack was coming from. To make this a little bit more interesting, and just the reason I thought of this is just because I said, you know, flying on top of a mountain. What if you're like some sort of super, super powered being Mm -hmm. just so we can have like you slam into the side of the mountain and like fucking rocks and shit come down. Like you're destroying, like you're putting big gouges through this mountain (laughs) as you're fighting. The problem is you getting forced back when you're in first person is going to kind of suck. That's true. That's true. But you can punch someone into another, hey, be- into another mountain and, and well, see yeah, them off in the distance. Punch, <laughs> to be able to punch someone into another mountain. I mean, I just that's really what, I'm, <laughs> what I want to make that work. <laughs> Maybe it's just the finishing bit. Maybe it's more of just a stylistic thing around. It's that Mortal Kombat thing of, you know, when you, when you get one of the bone breaker things and you- it's, sort of zooms yeah, in and does like the x-ray does special- but in this case it's like the final move that you you yeah like you turn you into one punch man and, like and you punch just punch them through a mountain yeah punch them literally through a mountain literally through like there's just a hole and you're watching them but the problem is the, they're the not actually like superhuman so they literally they're dead in the first <laughs> like they just turned to mist <laughs> by the time it comes out the other side it's like it's gone through a, a, a <laughs> cheese grater or something like that <laughs> you think you think you're going to be this big hero and then everyone's just like appalled and completely and scared of you and that's why yeah, you're like a hermit that lives on a mountain but people still try to come and you know beat the hermit and- right yeah yeah you're the challenge there's legends that go around and every you know five years or so when people are sort of moved on enough and forgotten about the carnage that happened last time some cocky kid comes and decides that uh, they're going to take on the hermit. Yeah. The hermit of the mountain rangers. Hmm. His name is Herman. Um, hermit. Herman the hermit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, no relation to the band. Herman's hermit. Hermits. It's but just- But it, it is actually just... related to the show Herman's Head, funnily enough. Yes. Like, so he actually played Herman in Herman's Head. Yeah. Just it turns a weird that he, kind of- That, you know- Herman's head was actually based on his his life. Um, yeah, yeah. He, but they they got rid of all the, the superheroes. Lisa, in, no, was no, she, she in his head. Yeah, or she was a she character. was a character. She was like the in she the was office. like the love interest or something. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, see, they they stripped out all the superhero stuff and then added in 
the stuff about the people in his head. And oh, so know, he doesn't have people in his head. He doesn't have people in his head. No, he just worked in an office. Once. He worked in and an office once and and liked Lisa Simpson. Yeah, <laughs> right. He just had a crush on the actual ca- cartoon character. It's really yeah. quite creepy because she's like eight. Yeah, three times. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's got some issues. Blow, blow, password. Okay. The password is <laughs> cocaine. Password. <laughs> <laughs> Always. But actual little, like you have to, dr- you have to like insert some cocaine, or you have to blow. Like it's a pun. It's a pun. You have to like breathe into it, and it has to. You have to have done cocaine recently. Okay, so <laughs> this is Ben's peripherals. Um, <laughs> Ben's custom peripherals. Custom peripherals. Okay. Um, it's a breathalyzer. It's a, dry, it's a drug <laughs> tester, yeah. <laughs> and this is the opposite of one of those devices that they put on your car. You have to be uh, like intoxicated by a certain amount to play this it's game. It's a party game. Yeah. It's a party game, it, yeah, then, exactly. and you have to have been partying yeah. with a, and or like- Alcohol and or it's Jackbox Party Pack 69, 420. Um, special edition. Yes. <laughs> it's all sex, drugs, and and all rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that just writes itself, so uh click. <laughs> Damn it, I really liked Password too. I was hoping that we'd go places with that. And we I mean, we can bring it back if you want. Okay. Correspondence. Password. <laughs> okay. Okay. I do like the idea of you've got a pen pal. Mm, yeah, I was I was thinking going the, the like, paper right because i think that my first instinct was oh it's you know a login and read people's email kind of game but i think let's move away from that sort of idea or it could be based around it it doesn't necessarily have to be a um you know a full-on um a full-on paper thing but it doesn't have to be like a a typical email account i'm thinking like a, a special service and you like you're looking through your desk or something like that and you you find this password mm. and you go oh, that was for that old pen pal service that, that oh I used it's to like penpal.me or something yeah and sure. so you log in and there's all these all these letters all the, that have all these letters that people <laughs> unanswered that, that, that these poor people across the world have sent you and just never got an answer back. And I don't know why, but I'm, I'm getting a kind of a horror vibe from one of them. Like. All right. There's so- there's something about. You're scrolling through and you see sort of random person from like Russia and Portugal and, uh, you know. US of A. Af- like <laughs> South Africa or something. And then, yeah, you just get- It was like from all different people, and then you- Hell. Get, you scroll- <laughs> <laughs> It just says it's from hell. <laughs> no, no, we don't go that far immediately. But I'm thinking you're, you're- Basically, you're seeing a bunch of random ones, and then you scroll down enough, and then you just see this map- Like, the rest of them are just all from one person. Yeah. Um, one name. And- 
Because I, name I, is I, Satan. I, no. I like I like the idea. Name is Natasha. <laughs> ah, Satan. Name is Damien. <laughs> if you if you reverse Natasha, ah, Satan. Like ah, Satan. Right. A H Satan. A H yeah. Satan. Yeah. Yeah. So Natasha. Um, but sure. Yeah. The idea the the idea is that you um this pin pal dot me always shows from oldest to to newest. It's not okay, something yeah. that you can do. You, it's it's made so that it's so that you the people don't have to wait too long, like yeah, for responses. You have to reply first in, to, first out. That's oh, you have yeah, you have to reply. So you have to reply. Yeah, all right. It's a first in, first out sort of system. Do I, you not even see the other ones then until you've replied? Maybe. Ooh, I do like that. And so it's sort of you get like three or four, and it's just like. I don't know, and maybe you just have you can. It's like a Mad Libs thing almost as you're responding, where we've written most of it, but you can choose from a few adjectives <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and then yeah, you get one from Natasha, and it like seems normal at first, and then the next one's from Natasha, and then the next one's from Nat- like, and then, and then like, and then there's one from you, yeah. You, and if you remember the timestamps, they're like three seconds apart, sort of thing. Like it's. Right, but they're these big long letters. And, yeah. It's like they've written them all out and they're just copy and paste them, copy and paste it, copy and paste it. Which is strange because Pen Pal Me doesn't let you paste into it. Exactly. Because you, it wants you to write them so there's you know, some, from the heart. There's some time dilation stuff going on here. Yeah. And you can actually do that as in, you know, oh, uh, I don't really want to write all these people. I know I'll try. I'll try to you know put all this stuff in Notepad and copy and paste. And it's one of the first things that you you try to do, and it goes, nope, you can't do that. Okay, we've got to personalize yeah. this to everyone. Or maybe we just have like a little helper. You know, there's like a little uh, tutorial thing that that tells you that, so, so we don't actually have to rely on the player to try to do, <laughs> try to do that or whatever. But yeah, we can we can make that clear. Okay. All right, and when, so what's you, Natasha When you get you? five or six of them, then you can actually set this person to blocked. So it'll block all future messages. Right. Right. But I think what what happens is when you hit that block button, then it then they start coming in from a from another person that it's writing the exact same way, using the yeah, exact from same Lucy. font. Lucy F. Yeah, Lucy F. <laughs> 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 Lucy Furman. <laughs> maybe maybe he doesn't give last names. It is just like a, a an initial an anonymous. To, you yeah. know, it's to make it more anonymous. Um, <laughs> I know. There's just there's some there is something here. I'm I'm liking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm liking this, but I guess how do we bring? Is it just all? In the writing, then, that that really makes it... It's sort of just an unsettling read. It's almost like a, a, just a, a visual novel of sorts. It's a visual novel of sorts, and you get the occasional... You get the occasional uh, sort of letter from other people that, you know, sing quite nice and they're like, oh, sorry, I haven't heard from you, from you in a long time. Just thought I'd let you know that I've, I'm married now and... You know, I did finally ask her out and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, that's that's kind of nice. And then yeah. you it's go like down me and Lucy further. F are very happy to come. <laughs> and yeah, I know you could actually start incorporating like some of the stories from each each of them 
and maybe there's mm. something going on there. And this feels like the sort of game that could perhaps benefit from that style of. Oh, and I always forget what it's called. There's one particular game I always think of that's got a very it's got a very Stranger Things vibe, um, but it's not that. Anyway, where you're using the computer to like view this stuff, but it's in a very you, you can see the world, like the world in a high res, like fairly high res 3D, you know, well well lit, mm-hmm. well rendered view around it. And, you know, as you get to the end of your letters each night or whatever, you have sort of just a little, you know, you turn off the computer and it's a first person sort of, <laughs> you know, you go, all you can do is you've just got your little room around you and you can like go to bed or whatever. Like, oh, I, I do, you know, I do like that. Window. You could actually do a first person view of you walking over to, to bed or, you know, yeah. do the do the general But it lets you do things like the weather's a bit different outside and then we can bring in some ambience and some spooky, you know, some atmospheric spooky stuff with that. Maybe we, as we get further down the line, you know, there's a fucking face at the window for a second or whatever. Like these sorts yeah. of little creepy things that's, that sneak in. To just sort of add to that unsettling Technology. Feeling. I like the- I like a CRT monitor. There's just something about a CRT monitor and the, um, and the slight hum that you get with it. Like, mm. the hum of the, um, of the electron- <laughs> the electron beam being yeah, I think modified. That, I think that can be good. Um, as long as it feels legitimately in-world, I suppose. Because yeah, it's sort of a- my, my thought- my thought is that, you know- you can explain that they found they found this old PC in the password stuck to it by with a post-it note sort of thing. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, penpal.me. Like that was early nineties. Right. Like early web. It's web one point Yeah. Before, except I'm pretty sure that's before there was a dot me um, extension. But anyway, yeah, that's fine. We can fudge that however we want to, just so we can get a CRT in there. I do kind of like that though. It's almost it's like it feels like Windows three point one or something. Yeah, as you're clicking through this inbox. Of oh, e- even better. You know what it is? What? Um, it's that OS warp or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, no one actually <laughs> used it, but um, all of the supports is the dial-up modem. That's yeah, and yeah. Well, then I mean, that can be fun too because we can then you play with this, the weird dial-up sound effects as a, you know, lean in, like, lead into when you log on every day. And then maybe you heard a voice in there that one time, and that's kind of freaky. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so, one of the things Neek. that I remember... When, when- Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, you're gonna die <laughs> <laughs> but um one of the things that old pcs used to have are those two speakers that sit on the yep. side yep and you turn them on and it's like it's detecting you know you're getting the the beep 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 beep, 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 yep. beep, beep. The, like sms oh not not the sms but the- just the just the um the constant oh the polling sort of thing that speakers usually pick up that um the yeah. radio signal or whatever that <laughs> it's using which is yeah 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 we can play with some fun sound design 
for that sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm cool. I really like this game. I, <laughs> I always like this sort of style. I think just creating a a cool atmospheric space to then like tell stories in, even if it's those stories are just on a screen or whatever, that yeah. is, is is cool. That is cool. Three, two, one, click. Yes, indeedy. Capital. Custard. It's a capital idea, my c- good custard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to lowercase custard. <laughs> capital custard. Capital custard. It's, a it's brand, custard baby. with a capital C. Yeah. Ooh, Who's so, the mascot so- for capital custard? <laughs> Why did my mind just go to Captain America, of course? <laughs> Marvel's Captain Custard. Maybe because it's Capital Custard, maybe it's like a fucking stock, like it's a guy in a fucking oh, business no. suit. Like a, a um, you know, what's his name? I, I'm picturing the ads right now, like, oh, Custard, that's a capital idea. That's a capital <laughs> idea. Your, your stock will rise when you eat Capital Custard. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so bad. <laughs> ABC, always be custard. <laughs> always be custard. <laughs> what, what does it mean to custard? <laughs> you, you're, you'll sell, sell high and buy low, and you'll be able to afford to do that with our custard. <laughs> Capital custard. Oh my god. Three to one click. <laughs> you don't think we can make a game around a brand of custard? Dining. Publication. Are you a food critic? Ooh, I do or like something that. around a food critic. I do like a, I do like a game around food critics. I could see an interest like again, in in that vein of of now na- of finding a way to bring a narrative into an interesting space telling a story by via the different restaurants that you go to night after night could be kind of cool why do i get the feeling that it's like a um food critic in today's world so it's very much you know they think of themselves as very important to like they're, oh, an they're just like an influencer yeah yeah they're an instagram food critic um, yeah, that that's fine. That makes sense. Why am I getting the feeling that this should be a full motion video game? <laughs> really? <laughs> I was thinking more... I, you know how some games recently, particularly, like, I think uh, Japanese games do this a bit like it's a bit of a Final Fantasy and the Monster Hunter thing or whatever, with just, like, the really high-quality food in their games and the, how, like, it looks realistic and stuff. Because the like a big thing of an Instagram influencer is taking that picture of the food, right? Yep. So I feel like that has to be part of it. You frame up the shot, you choose your filters, <laughs> but it's, then it's just this huge fatal frame like <laughs> story. Fucking ghost coming out of my out of your soup. <laughs> Waiter, there's a ghost in my soup. You, all, all you want to do is just you know take those photos of, of the food and all this sort of this sort of stuff. But everywhere <laughs> you go, seems to be haunted. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fight off the ghosts to eat your food. Like, take a bite of fucking 
cannoli and the ghost comes out the other end but no one no one else can see it so they just think that you're like but, this but crazy just- person who's taking pictures of of all these all these people like you're coming up and taking photos of people other people's food <laughs> other <and> people's <laughs> food because the fucking cannoli goes infect- like um took over their cannoli i don't know why i went to cannolis <laughs> You, you're obviously just hungry for for a cannoli. I guess so. You got a cannoli hunger. So. I'm uh, want to guzzle that cannoli. Horny for cannoli, cannoli, cannoli. Horny for cannoli. So that's the name of the episode. <laughs> Stick my dick in that cannoli custard. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, have you seen a cannoli? Yes. Like, they're dick shit. Okay. <laughs> now, what type of when you when you're when you when you imagine a a cannoli with custard? Yeah. Is it chocolate custard on one side and like vanilla custard on the other? Yeah. 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 That's what I, that's what I'm getting the feeling of. Like, but the chocolate's the haunted bit. That's the yes. Thing. That's actually a little known fact. That's why I eat the chocolate side for, first. You have to. Yeah. Um, it's actually law. Otherwise, the ghost disappears. You know, like escapes. I mean, I mean, the- it, that's how I how I get all my power, all my cannoli powers from consuming yeah. cannoli ghosts. Yeah, we all do, Joe. It's com- common cannoli knowledge. Oh, don't get me started about maxi bond ghosts. Yeah, well, they live in the uh, in the cookie side, and you can you can't go cookie side first because then you got nothing to hold on to. The chocolate melts in your hand, so you have to have to. Yeah, it's every, quite dangerous actually. Like they, they've dangerous. got a lawsuit on their hands. I mean that that that's actually why they started those maxi bond fast eating competitions of you know can you eat it in twenty seconds? Yeah, because how else are you going to consume the ghost inside? Yeah. But then, if you don't consume it fast enough, that's why you get an ice cream headache. Yeah, it's the ghost, like, halfway in, halfway out. Yeah, trying to- Trying, trying to, to escape. It's beating the hell out of your, like, your brain or whatever. Yeah. And in this game, those are the sorts of things you have to take pictures of. Yes. <laughs> Cannoli ghosts and maxibon ghosts escaping <laughs> from people's bodies. <laughs> All living in their food. People, Three times People with ice cream headaches, yeah. Uh, yeah. Age. Reverse. Reverse age, so Benjamin Button the game. Mmm. Mmm. Starts off and you sort of like <gasps> come alive as a like ninety seven year old man. Yeah. Ooh, there, there's there's something about that, like, what if you weren't actually born? You just you came alive and people don't know where you came from. You were just there one mm. day in this old person's home. Mmm. Mmm. There's there's something there, like it's a bit better than I mean Benjamin Button and that didn't kind of make sense. I don't ever remember the story. I, I honestly don't even. Yeah, but we can just go. We can just go, old man in nursing home and. Yeah, I like that because it gives that aspect of you start with, like outsiders basically. Like you are just getting fragments of things initially, and then as you get younger. That starts to clear up, basically. What if... And this is a spoiler for the very, very, very end of the game. Yeah. You're actually an alien who's wanting to experience life on Earth, but 
you come from like another dimension so you don't quite understand the regular flow of time so you've you see all these old people and then you've you're taking it backwards well or maybe instead of an alien maybe this is some sort of and this isn't my usual go-to but like you've been you've been sent back by an angel or something to like learn a lesson or you know like to yeah to experience life in this different way um because of whatever you did in your previous time is going forwards but you're you're aging backwards through yeah and maybe because you actually, <laughs> you could just have like a little epilogue at the end, which is you, um, you drunkenly like having an argument with God or Jesus going, I bet you, if I knew what, what I knew at the end of my life when I was younger, I would have d- done things totally different. <laughs> yeah. It's all a, a fucking drunken bet. <laughs> I just love it. Like it's it just it is literally just a drunken bet. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So yeah, I think I'm feeling like it's maybe first person again. Mm, third no, person. maybe third person. Yeah. No, it's second person. So you you're seeing it through <laughs> the eyes of other people. <laughs> Let's not overcomplicate it too much. <laughs> we, but we need more games for Jim to talk about next time. Yeah. When he's on. The, only, the, main, uh, the main reason I thought first person, though, was just because look, looking y- yourself in a mirror every time is sort of a powerful kind of thing that could be interesting. But Yeah, it is, it is kind of a powerful thing. You're right. Like waking up at the start of each like in-game day, and it's you know we've we've jumped time forward, and you're seeing yourself younger, like a few more, a few years hairs. younger or whatever, and yeah, exactly, <laughs> losing that salt and pepper. Oh, uh, until you, until you're no longer a if you're a male silver fox, and if you're a female, then the silver foxy silver lady. Vixen? <laughs> Silver Vixen. Yeah. What's the game? Is it just like, what do you do each day? Is it just, we're just, it's sort of a, again, a a narrative go around and talk to people. It is a narrative go around and talk to people, but I think it's in a compressed time. Like, your initial friends that you, you sort of meet up with there are you know, a bit younger than you, but by the time that you're ready to leave there, they're... they're they've all gotten old and died. They're, or, or they're on their deathbed. Or and, they're on their... Yeah. And then... Like, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Because, yeah, you definitely... I do like that because I often like stories that sort of go through those different phases mm-hmm. of someone's life in that way where it's like, oh, for this period of time... Your routine was like, here are your friends and here's this and, you know, but then the, like, exploring the reasons those sorts of things change. And so, in this, in this perspective, yeah, like, you, you tell a story of how you, you make friends with these people in the nursing home. Who have just joined the nursing home or, or just joined the retirement village. Yeah. But then you have to watch them get older as you are getting younger and then yeah you get to an age where okay i need to leave here like no one's the only person that's left is 
you know, old Joe and he doesn't remember who anyone is anymore. And it's sad, but like, it's time to move on to that next phase. And it's like, okay, well, I'll get myself a place somewhere. And you're, you know, 70 year old, 70 something, you know, in your seventies and, and navigating the world that that is for a 70 year, you know, while feeling young, right? Like traveling the world while- <laughs> because of course when you, when you retire that's the thing that you do you you mm. travel the world and as you hit like your six your mid 60s that's where you get your first job <laughs> <laughs> but it turns out that the reason why you're getting younger and everyone else is getting older is because you're actually stealing their life force and the more people I mean, that that's you just come into the play way that it, Jesus had to make it work exactly like, so, so people get older faster when you're around them. Yeah, and you get younger. You get younger faster. That's why it's compressed. A compressed timeline. Oh, really? Okay. I thought we were just like not, not. Dis- so how didn't. long? How long is this person even <laughs> being alive for? <laughs> it's two weeks. It's because you think it's a comp- like every. The, the worst part up- is when they when they get into like high school and primary school, like. It goes super quick because they're around all these kids, and he just steals all the <laughs> life force from these kids. Just, oh my god, this got way too cool again. And then all of a sudden, you have all these preppies who have just started going through puberty, and that's just that's scary. And meanwhile, and they've just found like you as a baby on the floor of the classroom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how the game ends. Is- <laughs> a teacher finds you and is like, oh, my God, how did this baby get here? Oh, you'll be okay. And th- then takes you into the classroom and you just, like, dissolve into a fetus and into nothing and disappear. Mm. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it, I think. That's that's tonight's episode. <laughs> that's what we're going to end on. And all that's left in her hand is a button. Just to... Uh, Ben- Benjamin Button. Okay, Benjamin. Yeah, sure, Button. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Benjamin. I am aware. <laughs> so, if you'd like to find previous episodes <laughs> online, go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm. <laughs> They're all up there. All 299.4 of them now. Uh, Damn you, Jerry. Did he escape? No. No, good. He's just me. I just. I'm looking at him. Don't let him make friends with the snakes. He's been been eyeing one of them off. Oh, yeah. Janice? Yeah. Janice. Our receptionist, yeah. (laughs) Pretty sure from episode 250. Oh, yeah, (laughs) The lore is getting out of control. We didn't didn't mention that Janice was a snake. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we just didn't feel like it was important. No. We don't judge you. I'm not, I'm not giving any of this in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did my bit. You say your thing. Uh, for those of you who like the music at the start and end, which I hope is all of you, you can you can yeah. check out the whole, like, eight-minute version of that song, which is called Mount Defiance, off of the album Containment Value by the band Kuradust, and it's on their band camp. Kuridos.bandcamp.com. That's right. So thank you again for joining us this week on Bitstorm. I'm Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And that's Jerry, the podcast accountant. <laughs> Shut up, Jerry. Jerry. <laughs>